Dean's not an actor. Wait, I have more things to say. I warned Garth. Um, I said, I'm not an actor. And um, he said, I'll always remember this, that he didn't want an act. He wanted the truth. Listen up, ladies, we've got a situation. A little lass has just cracked a nut, and if she croaks, my ass is grass. Something was pouring from his mouth. He examined his sleeve. Blood? Blood. Crimson, copper-smelling blood. His blood. 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 And bits of sick. Greetings, Traveler. I'm Naveed. And I'm Terry. And today we are going to a dark place. We are entering... Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes. It was like the third time that like I saw the title that I was like, oh my god, why did I not get that joke? You don't get the, the title is a joke too? Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? This is ass? I, it, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Just go into his dark place. I, I don't think it was quite that, but okay. <laughs> I fucking love this show. Yeah. And uh, I love this show. You know what show this is? It's Lobby Boys. Oh, that's right. It is the Lobby Boys. Yes. Greetings all. Greetings. Greetings. Yes. Thank you all yes. for listening. And thank you all for tuning your mind stations to our original whistlings and mm-hmm. dreams. Yes. So I would like to, before we get into the episode, uh, explain. uh, So for whatever reason, the uh, upper management uh, needed Zach for something. So Zach's not going to be here for a while. I'm not quite sure what they have him doing. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So just to let you know, Zach's not going to be here for a while. And, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, we are today talking about um, one of my favorite random discoveries, uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It's one of those odd short British series for sure. Well, I th- think they were hoping for a season two, but I don't think people kind of got the show when it originally aired i was hoping for a season two also but i'm still happy with the six episodes we got yeah they're a hell of a six episode run mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and a lot of english shows in most run about six episodes a series mm. there's some that run two three it's it, it's all story driven it is. so it is. um uh, even with this, there is the, um, like, like, uh, well, I guess I'll just quote Patrick Willem is, uh, it's a show within a show. It is. So 
Um, you have the actual show that was supposed to have taken place, and then you have the um, the interviews with Garth Marenghi, uh, Dean Lerner, and Todd Rivers, who are played by. They are played respectively by Matthew Honus, uh, Richard Aoade, and Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Matt Berry. We love the Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Who, when I saw that Matt Berry had albums, I thought they were going to be comedy albums. I didn't know it was just like he was a musician too. Yeah. <laughs> so. The show's got uh, some pretty, a pretty nice uh, additional cast to it also. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, you also have uh, their co-star Alice Lowe, who plays uh, Madeline Wool, mm-hmm. uh, which is Liz Lerner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you also have people such as Julian Barrett and Noel Fielding from uh, uh, what's their show? The Mighty Boosh. The Mighty Boosh. Uh, Noel, Noel Fielding, you know him from IT Crowd. IT Crowd, and also Edgar Wright's video. That uh, that's right. Yeah, he's the he's, driver. He's the driver. Uh, Edgar Wright did a music video. I'm blanking on the band right now, but it's basically like the the intro to Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun music video. Mm-hmm. Also, Stephen Merchant shows up twice Steven. as the chef. <laughs> He's very quick in there, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> it, it's great with how he is because it's uh, the second episode, and basically everyone's waiting in line to get some chicken. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liz is like, "Oh, when's this chicken gonna be ready?" He's like, "Listen up! It's people like you that are the reason that this chicken isn't ready. So shut up! It'll be out when it's out." <laughs> Just like flips shit on her, and it's great. I also um, I love Matt Berry and uh, Matthew Holness's uh, little background chatter as they're waiting on the uh, on the chicken as well. Oh, what were they saying in that? It was basically like, oh. It was like oh, the chicken was going to be delayed. My brother's like, oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm very, like, as an actor, like, most people would know him right now from what we do in the Shadows He's TV show. showing up in a lot of stuff, I think, recently. Yeah. but He was in an okay episode of Community. Um, He was teaching people how to be a con artist. Mm. Mm. Um. Shit, he was. Um, I don't want to look up everything, but um, so Richard Iowati, I uh, mainly know him from the IT crowd. Um, he was in um, what's that movie, Neighborhood Watch? I'm not sure. Let Let's pull him up. He he's very, he's great though. He's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, Mighty Boosh for one, and yeah, uh, IT crowd did some directing, uh, for some music videos. Um, and it was the watch that he was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on a few TV shows, um, mostly stuff where he hosts, I think. Um, and he's been in a lot of, uh, American movies recently, including, uh, Box Trolls as one of them. Uh, he's in the Lego movie too, it looks like, as well as, uh, Disenchantment. And, uh, recently he was in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's also a uh, co-creator of uh, uh, Dark Place. 
Yes, with Matthew Holness. Um, actually, apparently, it was based on a low-budget stage show that they did. Okay. Yeah. And Matthew Holness, uh, I saw him recently in... Um... It's called Garth Marenghi's Fright Night. Hmm. And it was basically just the spoof of Stephen King that they did. Yeah, Matthew Holness was in uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor recently. Mm. But... Uh, he has uh, something interesting coming out. It is a book. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Garth, Mer- uh, Garth Marenghi's Terror Tome. And it's supposed to come out in November. So um, I hope that we will maybe do an episode on that in November. It would definitely be nice to. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So, um, so the basic idea of the show is it is a um uh Garth Marenghi's kind of like, you know, uh like a knockoff like novelist that probably um Stephen King parody of Stephen King is pretty much what he is. Mostly so, in the horror writer part in terms of the way that he is part. I'm not sure who specifically. Oh, I think he he's just a, a, a it's probably a conglomeration of different uh probably ideas of some uh people like he's pretty much uh just some uh I don't know what what you say over over eager <laughs> not over eager uh, overconfident overconfident um, uh, but egotistical yeah very very egotistical uh he has basically Dean Lerner is mm-hmm. uh uh, pretty much an enabler for him. Yeah, he's stuff. he's just a hardcore enabler. So um like Dean Lerner seems like somebody that has a bunch of money and just can throw it around everywhere. And like uh, William Shatner. What about William Shatner? <laughs> um so pretty much they like make this show and it's it's not that far from shows from the time period it's supposed to be that were on like syndicated TV. This it, is this is kind of it would have been kind of at the beginning of syndicated TV. Uh where it had a lot of low budget stuff. Um definitely has that sort of um sort of like that seventies action show feel to mm-hmm. it. Like um I watched a lot of Columbo recently and sort of Columbo is like a lot more budgeted, but sort of just the feel of how some things were just in that, like some high action, but not like mm-hmm. full 80s, full throttle action. Yeah. We got to do a Columbo episode. We need time. to do Columbo because Columbo is delightful. Mm-hmm. Peter Falk's awesome. Peter Falk was a lovely man. Mm-hmm. I need to read his book sometime. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, and then you have uh, Matt Berry being Todd Rivers, who seems like he's a he's kind of a uh, an actor that's like um kind of gets in the show. Like he's actually uh, talented, and it seems like um, Garth is sabotaging his performance in a way, um, yeah. kind of like we're overdubbing his voice. Cause you watch it and his voice is all overdubbed, but it's, it's slightly off. And, uh, um, then you have 
you know, um, what, what's her uh, plays Liz? Uh, Alice Lowe, I believe. Yeah. So you have the character of Liz that's in the show. Yes, Alice Lowe, who plays Madeline Wool, who plays uh, Liz. Yeah. So you have her, and it's almost like. Um... So I, I don't want to ruin anything, but there's kind of like through the narrative of the interviews, um, they kind of make a reference that they may have killed <laughs> the actress and like left her somewhere. And um, that's probably like she in, uh, probably uh, denied Garth and something probably happened is what I kind of gather from it. Um, but, uh, one of my favorite things in it is when he says what he talks about subtext yeah when the whole show is nothing but subtext yeah yeah <laughs> um it's quite literally if somebody with no talent just decided they were going to make a tv show if it makes this may make sense it's like if this isn't all but if a fan fiction writer who like had some sort of like overly powerful, strong self-insert character mm-hmm. had the chance to put their self-insert character in and make their own show about that. Basically. Yeah. Uh, basically like the character of Garth Marenghi is good at everything mm-hmm. and everybody wants to be him. And Rick Daglas is the characters that uh, Garth Marenghi plays. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying Garth Marenghi, his, his, um, the character he's playing in the show. Mm-hmm. Douglas, like yeah, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, great at everything. This uh Brian, just uh great man who everybody mm-hmm. just says and he always visits a child in this in the children's ward. Mm-hmm. And um the the they should pay you a hero's wage. A, I know not Jesus Christ anymore. I've come to accept that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs and just like how that's just like thrown weird in. yeah that there's like some weird lines that just kind of come out of nowhere just he walks um, out don't do drugs and just see moves on uh like it drives me crazy that this show isn't more well known i think a lot of people are starting to know it a good bit because i think it, it's sort of like a whole thing going on with like columbo too where like people like stumbled upon it was like oh this is great Let's talk about this more. This is very entertaining. And Columbia was a big show in the 70s. It was, but like it's sort of having like a soft resurface with a lot of people because I've seen some stuff on it on TikTok and all that, Mm -hmm. which has been nice because I love seeing people talk about Columbo. It's it's Mm -hmm. a very lovely show. (laughs) Lovely, is it? It's a lovely show. (laughs) It's a cozy murder mystery show. Cozy murder mystery show. Yeah. That is what it's called. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh what's what's one of your favorite things in the show like what what kind of jumps out of you i love the incredibly small cast mm-hmm. of like six people that they have in every episode and like sometimes they'll get like some other actors in there but mostly it's these six people it's like these two twins and then the main four people mm-hmm. And then occasionally the Padre. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> I, I love how like he starts throwing away the uh, subtlety thing in um the last two episodes. I want to say yeah, the last like, two episodes. The star-crossed lovers, Romeo and Juliet, and yeah. just <laughs> like slides off or and it has some uh, heavy basis on another piece of science fiction media. Mm. It's Planet of the Apes, by the way. Mm-hmm. But you won't be able to know that until the end. <laughs> um, I love, too, Dean Lerner's uh, lack of acting ability, mm-hmm. which I think is great because it must be kind of hard to act like you're not able to act. Well, it takes a good actor to seem off. Exactly. Um, and I think basically... Like a lot of a lot of the stuff he does, he he's kind of uh, kind of yells it. Yeah, because because basically, like the basis of the show is almost like somebody took all these different tropes and just threw it all together. Like because Dean Lerner runs the hospital as if he was like a chief, yeah, a police chief in like a seventies cop show. Yeah, and um like the the main hospital staff or you know almost like you know the cops that he's yelling at and all the medical stuff in it is just stupidly ridiculous yeah um (laughs) the eye child episode (laughs) (laughs) the man in the suit was a friend that he deeply trusted until that day i kept the crew small to about 12 people um, we had a very closed shoot. <laughs> just, oh, what was the the scene? Basically, was that uh, they walk in on this man being penetrated by this weird eye creature, and so they said they have to censor out this giant it basically penis. But it looked like a testicle. Yeah, with an eye. Yeah, just jabbing him in the butt, <laughs> and then he oh. gives birth to this eye child. It's fucking wild. And then there's the girl that uh, Todd Rivers falls in love with. Dr. Sanchez. I, lo- I love that so much. You do that pretty good. Yeah, with all practice. As far as this cat's concerned. <laughs> you and he were bodies, weren't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it so much. The, uh, when... <laughs> When Todd is Am I holding like, a crock of shit? Is this hospital called St. Crock of Shit? But no, all when right, when when right. when uh when Todd talks to uh Garth about his friend and he's it's like he's a jilted lover. <laughs> if you still want to be buddies with him, no, that's okay with me. I'll give you problems or whatever. So. But um, if you and me want to still be buddies, I will say I love the delivery so much. I, what one of my favorite bad overdubs is where uh, they're at the funeral, mm-hmm. and like you see Todd in the background, he's he's like you can tell he's not saying anything, but he yells, "That's the that's, mother rig! <laughs> it's the mother rig!" He shoots through. Her. He shoots. I, I love how just the pulling out of guns randomly in this show. Yeah. Um, I love that Garth just pulls out like a revolver. Like, mm. why the fuck does he have that? Or Dean in the first episode just shooting at nothing with Unloading the shotgun. everything with the shotgun. There's <laughs> this dramatic music plays. And I love in the first, like the guy explodes and like 
Dean's like, I don't know if someone he loved exploded or if someone he knew exploded, but th- there were tears on set from day that day. Not from Garth, he was strong, but from the crew. <laughs> Basically the crew laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> um there is uh like when they when they lose their budget and they're trying yeah. to keep the show going by shooting it in in a garage. Yeah. Uh just the, you know, like they they really they really make everything look like taped together. And you know they had a budget, but yeah. Everything just seems like taped together and you know, yeah. Um it, so Asylum makes these really bad movies and most of them are shot in the woods, it seems. It, and yeah. um, like, they don't even do that. <laughs> they just they just shoot in the, in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> I like um, the Scotch Mist episode. Two things I love is them. One, the reveal of like, so it turns out the mist we were using was highly toxic. We didn't know that until... Uh, Two set workers died, but it was okay. They were just two guys working on set. Just the nonchalantness <laughs> of then, that. And then you find that Garth Marenghi's kind of racist towards Scottish people. He's really, he's really, listen, I don't hate the Scottish. <laughs> like the whole thing is like trying to heal racism, mm-hmm. but through extremely uh, bigoted um, views towards the Scottish people. Listen, I just didn't want to be in Glasgow that night. It was a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> and like the Scottish people speaking and the subtitles over what they're obviously saying. Mm. You said some pretty nasty things that night. <laughs> so all right, we're, we're, we're all over the place. It's, um, it's hard not to. I know. There's a lot of amazing. The show's there. actually kind of like being like that. It, it really is just kind of all over the place because there's six episodes. Um, Let's talk a bit on the cast, the core four characters of the mm-hmm. show, separate from the three guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so first you have Dr. Rick Daglas, MD, who is this um, well-respected um, doctor with a mysterious past who does what he does to fight the evil that haunts Dark Place that he may have opened. I guess years ago. Well, um, it's basically like uh, from Buffy, the uh, the Hellmouth. Yeah, the Hellmouth. Um, and he had a child who was part grasshopper because he. Yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to Skipper in a bit. Skipper. Skipper. <laughs> in Valhalla. <laughs> um, then you have uh, Thornton Reed, who is the overseer of the hospital. The angry police chief. The angry police chief of the hospital who slams and is unable to act as if he's talking with a human person. Bye. <laughs> now, just the flatness of how he acts in mm-hmm. scenes is great. Um, then you have uh, Dr. Liz uh, was it Asher. Uh, I think so. Yeah, because it was the, yeah Asher. I think it was. Um, and she's got like that, like eighties. Her hair, hair is amazing, and she's psychic too. It's Madeline Wool. Um, that's the name of the actress. Damn it, you're right. Liz is the name of the character. Asher, yeah, yeah. Liz Asher, who is a doctor who 
uh, graduated from Harvard College, Yale, and she got an A. Uh, she got A's. Just it, like the, the real thing is, though, is that she's the woman there, as pointed out by um, Dr. Lucien Sanchez of "You're a woman." And, You're a woman, and I love the proof of her like showing I'm psychic, and like she just closes her eyes and opens them, and then they're pitch black, and then closes them again. It's like I believe you. <laughs> That's it. Well, um, so when she 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 goes to a receptionist mm. and tells them all this, yeah, and so they're like, oh yeah, we really need people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call a doctor. <laughs> and then in comes in uh, Ty Rivers' character, Lucien Sanchez, mm. who is like the cool, hip, young doctor. You could tell he's, he's hip. Because he has an earring, an earring and a mullet. Slightly mulleted. And slightly mulleted. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like this womanizing guy who... Sure he is. <laughs> who flirts with Liz throughout the show. He, he would, he would kind of be... Um, if Garth wouldn't be like holding the character back he would be the bad boy um but garth wanted to be the bad boy but garth being the good you boy. know yeah garth wants to be everything um these are the four people that make up the they're the core cast <laughs> they're the core cast of dark place which is the name of the hospital mm -hmm. which is a funny name for a hospital. it is a funny name for a hospital what do we call this hospital oh, we'll call it dark place <laughs> It's a place of medicine. Why would you call it that? I don't know. Because it's a dark place. So, um, so the first episode is basically, uh, you know, you find out there's a portal under the hospital. Uh, Rick and a uh, friend of his open it because uh, uh, Rick left to get coke floats. Yeah, he wants to go. Was he go get drinks? And Let's he comes back and his friend's like possessed. It's like the ending of Lost Highway. Yeah, a little bit. Um but that was his movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, yeah. So oh, the ketchup pentagram. The ketchup pentagram. Yeah. Um one of the, one little visual thing. Like there there's stuff all through it. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing I don't know if I don't know if you've noticed this, but um it says the music, like the music is written by Garth Marenghi, but it's it's composed by somebody else based on humming or what, what the whistling, the whistlings of Garth Marenghi. Yeah. <laughs> so, little things like that. Um, uh, people holding things and not holding things like being uh, like uh, Thornton Reed switching between a shovel and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And like he's got the shovel, like because that's the shovel that uh uh um Garth used to smash his friend's smash head the and friend's after his head friend after exploded. His, yeah. And so he has that and then he has the cup so that like he can crush it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a uh what's funny is cause it kind of looked like they were practicing and then they just like went from that and just started rolling the cameras and just went with it. Mm -hmm. Um oh, there's just so many it's just, I love this show so much. It's so good because there's so many touches to make it seem more low budget. And like, j there's touches to make it bad. Mm -hmm. And it's like careful touches. Yeah. Well, it's, 
it's very much like um like the time period the show comes out it, it a lot of these little things they have like literally like any of these shows that were on were almost like a step back away from being just like what they're doing mm-hmm. so um like even still like you know you go back you watch night rider a team stuff like that it's like you know it, it they're even though they were kind of big shows they were still like like small budgeted yeah so you could see like almost see like the strings on things um uh but one of my favorite things is the second episode yeah. where it's supposed to be this like rah rah pro woman episode but it is the most it's like it's insanely misogynistic it is insanely because basically the whole thing is that it's liz's time of the month so she mm-hmm. has a psychic meltdown yeah that kills a bunch of people in the hospital <laughs> and, <laughs> when she's floating up in the corner and she's doing the like ah, ah. <laughs> or like yep nope got me in the legs they're coming for you rick <laughs> um it's just it's and then at the end of the episode where he's like, you know, I'll tell her, you know, um, she lost weight or hair looks nice, whichever seems plausible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm so pro woman. For example, one of my stories shows that in 20 years, we may get the first woman mechanic and she might do a pretty good job at it. <laughs> like, I'm fairly sure that by that time that he had written anyway, there had been plenty, yeah. which is definitely like placating the joke. Cause like, I mean, we've had police women since like the tens, I think, the nineteen tens. It's it's just more into the character. Yeah. Of, um, just an overall. It, it's just it's such a. It might be my favorite episode because of how bonkers it is. Like, um. Uh, like she keeps having these little episodes where like she's popping light bulbs yeah. and uh, catching some things on fire. Uh, one of my favorites is this really weird, uh, and and one of the like the fact that like you know I'm into photography and film and just seeing how badly shot everything is. Um, like there's this where Liz is supposed to be looking out the window and then Thornton's sitting at a at uh the desk behind her and he's just talking instead of a character you, you, like you would rather have them turned around and talking to them yeah. but you just see his head bobbing around and you don't even have any real cuts to him um it's just so many little things like that it's it, it's it's an insanely well-crafted show for it to look the way it does because everything is so deliberate yeah um little things like uh, them having to shoot in slow motion at the, times because they need to because keep the runtime going a certain pace. because the each episode came in eight minutes under yeah <laughs> um personal thing i loved was just uh the heroic moment at the end of episode two where like uh garth's running through the hallway and mm-hmm. it's all lit by candles and mm-hmm. it's like where the fuck did these candles come from who, who lit all these candles <laughs> in a hospital <laughs> um Written, starring, and directed by Garth Marenghi. Written, starring, and directed by Garth Marenghi. It's like, it's like Neil Breen. Yeah. It's like Neil Breen. Well, there's always been guys that do that. You know, you had Ed Wood. And Ed Wood's done that. Tommy Wiseau. Um, but, Except uh, Tommy Wiseau had a lot of money. 
Yeah, he had a ridiculous amount of money. I listened to the book, still trying to figure out how he got all that fucking money. But um, I think uh. But um, the name of the episode two, uh, Hell Hath Fury. Yeah. Um. What 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 uh. What 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 jumps out at you? Like what episode jumps out at you? What's the I Child episode jumps out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. mostly one because the whole thing is basically this wish fulfillment for Garth to have a son mm-hmm. because he only had daughters. And like he's like, Oh, I love them, but you know, I'm a little disappointed that I don't have a son. <laughs> it's like, well, come on, man. <laughs> love the kids you got. <laughs> They're gonna have to do. Yeah, basically, and uh this constant talk throughout too of like uh him starting this uh like government funded agency to study psychic people is always a fun one i think uh like there's that like quick intercut of in episode two of like if only the government would give funding to a program that could somehow research and uh give uh power to these psychic peel people that we know definitely exist like just in that quick intercut Mm -hmm. it's always great um him saying to his dead grasshopper son who jumps too high into the blades of a helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like singing to this little eye baby. He's like, we'll see you in Valhalla. (laughs) And then like, they're like, we need to take this baby away. And then they're perceived as evil. Mm-hmm. The baby bites him once. He starts smashing it fucking around. <laughs> just starts beating that thing like he fucking bought it. Just, <laughs> it was so unexpected. Ah, was, ah, ah, and then after it's dead, he's like, ah. <laughs> It was so unexpected. <laughs> all over the place. Test results show that that thing's evil. And then he points out the fucking paper, pulls out the paper and points at it. Says, "Proof it's evil" or some shit like that. Oh my god, it's fucking great touches. What what is the Ooh, the fucking toy helicopter that they used in that mm. scene too? What what what's the show has something that's kind of out of nowhere. Mm. Um. It has a music video and a <laughs> one track lover, one track lover sang by Matt Berry. Sung by and Matt Berry. I'm very upset that there's not more of the song. I wish there was. He actually played it. He uh, plays one of it, his live shows. Yeah, he, he, he plays it live because I mean, how can you not? And he's added a little to it. Yeah. But, you know, it's great. Um, Matt Berry's great. Yeah. But when, when, you know, you can see some videos of him doing it. Father. Um, yeah, he's in the IT crowd too. He's ridiculous in it. <laughs> he's oh, we'll have to talk IT crowd sometime for we'll, sure. We'll talk it sometime. I have it's one of my go to chill out shows. Same. It's it's just so great. There's so many good mm. moments for that. I have seen some of those episodes so many times. <laughs> the jewelry man. <laughs> I love the, that's what he calls Mister T. <laughs> the jewelry <laughs> Oh, April. It's not the same. <laughs> um, I don't so, even care that you're from Iran. <laughs> I said I, we used to be a man. Oh, good. <laughs> God. 
Uh, it, it's it's phenomenal too. Of mm-hmm. um, I think uh, it's great. The talks of like um, Tondra was like I, I'd be willing to play a Nazi even. <laughs> it <laughs> Des- great. Desperate actor. He's desperate after this. I I think that uh, the main thing is like he is a good actor, but he's also mm-hmm. a very struggling actor. Yeah, he's just he, he he's your average struggling actor who kind of got wrapped up into this, and I think. Because again, you know they killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of stuck with these other two guys. Yeah, <laughs> he just seems so. I've seen, th- I've I've seen th- a Dean Lerner make love several times in his living. Room. <laughs> <laughs> it's or, or it's, like the pube on the toilet thing, like that whole drama. The dean be like, oh, that definitely wasn't mine. Mine are white. <laughs> They're white. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It's it is, and um, the the, the apes episode is funny because like mm. they take over only the hospital just from water that's clearly contaminated. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just drinking this like straight up green Kool-Aid straight up like fucking jello yeah it does look like <laughs> looks like some kind of and fucking the preparation that um Thornton Reed makes when getting the water it pours into the cup spritzes in the uh uh fucking seltzer mm. gives it like the little umbrella and the little straw takes a tiny sip <laughs> and it's like, don't drink that water. Thank God, I only took a tiny sip. <laughs> and now at the end of the episode, basically just explains it all in still images because they yeah. don't have footage. Yeah, they lost the footage, so it's just uh, a plant. What 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 all, what all is it? It's a plant. It was a plant and a speaker in the side of the room, I think. Or something like, like that. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you know where they because the next two episodes were filmed in the garage yeah so that's where they lost their budget yeah um like the over explaining of things is amazing it is absolutely amazing um the under explaining most things that (laughs) should matter is is the best so it's it's like if you if you want to get an explanation of why you'll never get it you know it's just so vague i like to call garth Marenghi the worst in levels of horror not just because of his weight problem (laughs) I love that a little bit. Um, thing I learned about uh, Orson Welles is that near the end of his life, a lot of the movie's budget that he would work on for stuff would be to the food that he ate. Because mm. uh, he would just constantly eat while making these movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just crazy meal, huh? Yeah. What a, what a downhill mm. spiral that man went on. Orson Welles is an interesting character. Indeed. And he hated that his last role was Unicron, but we all love that his last role was Unicron. Yeah. I mean. I'm playing a robot. To sell toys. Alrighty. I don't know if we can squeeze any more out of this. I think we're good. What else you got? Well, I'm definitely excited for the book. I really want to see how they do that. Mm -hmm. I want to see how many people don't get the joke. Um, I feel like I I think it's multiple stories. If I read it correctly, that would be cool. I, yeah. I'm definitely down. I think that's why it's stories. called the Terror Tone. I think yeah. I think it's like three stories or something. But that would be cool. 
or maybe I, I don't know. I read like a synopsis for it. But let me get the synopsis up for this. Um, right now the only pre-order available for it, I believe, is on. So currently, uh, as of right now, in the U.S., uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is on Amazon Prime. It is also on YouTube. There, yeah, somebody put it up on YouTube, and they know it's there. Yes, I saw an interview with uh, Matthew Holness where he mentioned it because that kind of it's kind of what kind of kicked gave him a big kick in the in in the ass Mm -hmm. because people were able to to watch it. Uh, it quite literally like you could watch this show in one sitting. It's like, like maybe two and a half hours. Yeah. It's, it, it's close to three. So, you know, and yeah. it, it flies by so fast. It does. Cause you're having just such a great time watching this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I pulled up the description for terror tome. Okay. Do you crack open the terror tome? Mind is fine. When horror writer Nick Steen gets sucked into a cursed typewriter by the terrifying typeface, Dark Lord of the Frolics, the hellish v- visions inside his head are unleashed for real. Forced to fight his escape imagination and now leaking out of his own brain, Nick must defend the town of Stockford from his own fictional horrors, including a vascular necrosis-obsessed serial killer Nelson Strain and Nick's dreaded throppelganger, the Dark Third. <laughs> Can he and Roz, his frequently incorrect female editor, hunt down these incarnate <laughs> denizens of Nick's rampaging imaginata before they destroy Stockford, outer Stockford, and possibly slightly further from the twisted genius of horror master Garth Marenghi, Frightener Man, Dark Scribe, Doom Sage, plus Manshe, comes three dark tales from his long lost multi volume epic, Terror Tome. Can a brain leak? Yes, it can. So, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, he he's also doing the audio for the book. I'm, he's I'm doing the glad. Reading. So that is on Amazon. Well, and uh, Audible right now you can order that. Comes out November third. Yes. I'm extremely excited for when this eventually comes out. Yes. I will be listening because it's. I'm very sad that it's not coming out sooner. Because mm-hmm. it would be such a great thing to talk about for Halloween. It would be a good Halloween, but you know. In true Garth Marenghi fashion, you know, it's too late. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Whether you watch it on Amazon Prime or find uh, where it is on YouTube, um, try to do Prime because that'll give them more of a notification. Mm. Well, not notification. Get them noticed more so that, uh, you know, these guys can probably do some more stuff. You never know. Maybe they do some kind of revised updated something it'd be nice for either more books or maybe like a short episode of some kind or like a small movie some special or something yeah Um, something at least i think it'd be good in like some kind of audio forms uh like audio dramas or whatever honestly i see it coming back as an audio drama Mm because bbc does do a lot of it's not through bbc Went through Channel Four. Oh right, yeah. Channel Four is different from BBC. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> shit. Well, guys, I don't know what to tell you on that one. <laughs> uh, but um, with all that being said, this has been the Lobby Boys. 
Uh, thank you all. Yes, it was Channel 4. Yes, thank you all for listening in on these terrifying tales of macabre uh, necrosis, which means um, the rotting of flesh, probably. <laughs> I love the explanations he would give for words, like, I eat this. Um, give me one second here, and I'll tell you where you all can follow us. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on our social medias with Instagram, with at lobby underscore boys underscore podcast. Email us uh, various questions you may have or the cursed knowledge that you may share at lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter with at Lobby Boys Pod or join our Facebook group, Lobby Boys Podcast. Our cover art was by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with at Birds in Boxes. Our theme song is Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. Uh, you can find him on nothingbutstarsinside.bandcamp.com or on Instagram with at Nothing But Stars Inside. Nice. With all that. So, um, we have Halloween, uh, the, uh, Halloween coming up. So we have October coming up. So this was a nice little intro into doing Indeed. horror. So we're going to be doing all horror. Uh, uh, we haven't quite crunched everything, but uh, we're going to be doing another Halloween episode of some kind this year. Um, possibly Killer Clown. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, we can do that anytime in the month. Uh, uh, that's a really good one to do. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, horror movie month uh and we're gonna try to make it interesting indeed uh because there's so many people are going to be doing a lot of the same stuff i uh, figure that we'll do something different so like doing garth Marenghi's dark place mm-hmm. i don't see others running out doing that so no, no, uh, just try to keep it you know stuff that we like that you know yeah. also uh i will be announcing the uh, in the next episode, what the contest is going to be for one of my personal DVDs. Uh, this is going to be a U.S. only because I'm not a rich man. So it'll be a U.S. only uh, contest. Um, but yeah, so if you want to, you can uh, throw up some reviews on uh, wherever you get your podcast. We'd appreciate it. Get us a little more notification. Uh, the numbers are pretty decent, but yeah, uh, mm. we'd like to get some more folks to notice us. And uh, you can say what you need to say about us. Good, bad, whatever. Yeah. Um, we will ignore the bad because uh, we just can't handle the bad. Because whoever uh, says that we're bad is wrong, of course. <laughs> Y'all wrong. Not that anybody's saying we're bad. <laughs> but So, no, no. I am Terry. Dr. Sanchez. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. And I guess you and he were buddies, weren't you? You're too good at that. Need I say more? Thank you all for listening in. He's up. I put some sounds on. There's a bad atmosphere in here. Why won't she be mine? I wish I was more attractive like Douglas. Still, one can only dream. I'm a one-track lover Down a two-way lane 